Welcome to another edition of Don't Shoot the Master Podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris G. And he's not here, but it's your boy, The Rucker Report, Jersey. Also, our girl, SP, she's not here, but she's definitely with us. She's definitely with us, giving me all the breaking news. No doubt. She's definitely giving me all the breaking news. I definitely appreciate her with that one. Um, it's real, man. It's, it's real. real. It's real. I'm so happy to be with my brother, Chris. No doubt. I wish my boy D-Ruck and SP was here, but you know what? It's all good. That's all right. It's we'll all hold good. it down. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll yeah. hold it down for the get down. Yeah. Let me just uh, edit my post here. That's what I'm doing right now. Edit my post, paste. So let's go. Save that. All right. So uh, I've been on this whole Eli kick, Chris. You know, I've, yeah, I've been man. I've been feeling bad for the That's New York true. Giants. And you know, I hate the Giants. You know, I really hate the Giants. Tom Gully in the house. Yeah, digging the old school radiator. Oh yeah, Tom, you see us. You see us, Tom. Tom Gully. Don't forget, man, to go visit Tom Gully on Ironic Radio for the Tom Gully Show. Only thing I can say is just strap in, buckle up. Hunker down. That's yes. a that's a Tom Cully. If you watch the if you listen to the Tom Gully show, you know about the whole hunker down thing. <laughs> and shout out to everybody out there: Brian O'Brien, Kim. Jeannie Noel, yeah. Kim. Um, I can't remember. It's uh, a girl from Australia that's always up there. She's got a good show. What, what's her name, Tom? Don't don't leave me out here hanging. Come on, Tom. But um, yo man, listen, listen to the Tom Gully show. Love it. Every time Yo. I get a chance, I'm at work when it comes hey, on. Love. But every time I get a chance, I listen to the Tom McCully show. So everybody out there, man. Let me just get some shouts to the people show. that's on the check-in. You know, you got... Um, no doubt. Said Lucky Miss No Bullish. You got Kim Spears always on the check-in. We got Whoa, Tim- wait, wait. You said Kim Spears? Yes. Hey, Kim, can I get an OH? Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Cut that out. Kim, can I get an OH? Oh my God! You got you got you got Coach Derek Lewis, Ryan Reed, who is a real through and through Chiefs fan. You got my mother Lisa Sutton, my love Myra. You got Shamik. What's good, brother? Shamik, um, Julie. Yeah, of course Julie. you got Tom. I mean, you know Tom out there, man. We just waiting for Brian, Brian, you know, to come out. But um, so Chris, man, so you know, you know, really, okay. Now here she come. Put I O baby. Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! Show's over. Show's over. Um, let's do it. But I do got something good in the breaking news section, but, but we'll get to that. So I've really been wanting to discuss this with you, Chris, and, and, and also D-Ruck. I've been pondering, and I, and I was saying to myself, listen, man, the Giants need a young mobile quarterback to go with that offense. What do you think, Chris? I think – first, first let me start it off with this. Please. I've been getting real sick and tired. And it's not because I'm trying to big up this show or because I think we the best. I've been just getting real tired of watching sports. Okay. Talk, talk that shit, Chris. On TV and on the radio. I'm just getting tired of their nonsense. It's almost unsufferable at this point. But every now and again, a gym come through. Okay. And um Max Kellerman threw a gym out there a couple days ago. Max and when I say gym, I mean, you know, G-E-M, gym. And he said, the New York Giants, now listen, this is not going to happen, but I, I love him for saying it, and that's why he get a plate at the cookout. <laughs> um, he said, the New York Giants should right now go after Colin Kaepernick. Mm. Mm. He, said, he said, you don't got to start him right this second, but he said, uh, 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 an athlete like, if you compare 
on an RPO, Colin Kaepernick and uh, uh, Saquon Barkley, because we mm. see what he's doing. We see what Barkley doing out there. Mm. He almost did a double-double on Thursday. If you don't know what a double-double is, that's 100 yards rushing and 100 yards receiving. It's rarely done. It's like hitting a cycle in baseball. Right. It's rarely done. And um, he was one yard away, one receiving yard away from a double-double. And um, Ruck in the building, my man, my brother. T. Ruck, what's good, baby? Missing you, man. That's my friend right there. <laughs> that's my friend. Anyway, <laughs> um, he, he said if you could get a parent of – you know, a, a Colin Kaepernick and a Saquon Barkley on some RPOs. And um, obviously we know Colin's got an arm. He's got a cannon back there. He can zip it in there. Mm-hmm. Somebody that can get the ball down deep to ODB. It can make a world of difference. Now, will it happen? No. Is it, it, is it even possible? No. But uh, to me, you talk about quarterbacks that's out there right now that can fit the New York Giants' skill set and the talent that they got on the outside and in the backfield. Colin Kaepernick just sitting there accepting W.E.B. Du Du Bois uh, medals at uh, Harvard, I believe it was, Harvard or Princeton, one of them. Mm -hmm. Yo, get this man in here. Get him in here. As last seen, he was all right. Yeah. He was all right. He was better than Eli. Mm. Eli just, again, I, I said it. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I think it was last week actually. He's a shot fighter. He's a he's the old wily vet that you put in the ring to test where the young guns are. And he ain't, you can't knock him out, but he don't look good either. Mm. So mm. let's just put him out of his misery. Look, right. Peyton knew when it was time. He his first real bad season since his rookie year. He said, nah, I don't got it no more, man. Right. Can, can, he said, Can I can I stay around? You know what I mean? And, 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 you know, be an old curmudgeon <laughs> in the league? Sure, I can. But he said, that's not what I'm about, man. No, he said, no. man, I'm a, I, I won the most MVPs at the time. I was the passing leader at the time. At the time. Uh, at the time. Uh, he still is the touchdown leader. He's got a whole bunch of records. He said, man, I'm right. about to go sit down and chill. I'm about to go sit down and chill. And that's what he did. And that's what Eli needs to do. And listen, he got lucky for the two Super Bowls that he got. Thank you. Thank you. Thank and, that's you. Not, and that's no hate. That's the, he's just lucky on the two Super Bowls that he won. You know what quarterback I was thinking, and again, he's in the league right now. Um, you know, he's he's a backup. I think due to his injury, I think people are really looking at him sideways. But one quarterback will be Teddy Bridgewater, and here's why: when he was in Minnesota, I think that he was doing his job and he did it very well. I think that prior to his injury. I mean, people already had great expectations for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. you know, his injury happened, and, of course, you know, he slid down. Um, but that's another topic another day when it comes to black quarterbacks. But I think that, you know, like I was saying earlier, you need to get your quarterback. And what they should have did last year was got Patrick Mahomes last year. Now, here's why. That's hindsight, though. Right. But even— Because there was some speculation on— um... I mean, but the dude was doing his thing. But what I'm saying is that— you really need to get you a young quarterback that can learn under a veteran. And even though Eli wasn't my favorite, but I think that having a good young quarterback would have really helped him because he would have learned the system. He would have learned how to, de- to develop the game. And again, yeah, we can say Patrick Mahomes, and you know we know what he is now, but I always like to do. I, I just really like to do. Um, but they really need a good, young, mobile quarterback. One thing that a mobile quarterback is kind of— but That ain't really Bridgewater, though. I like him as a quarterback for sure. I mean, but, but a mobile quarterback, I wouldn't really, 
I wouldn't pair those two things together. Not I mean, talking but, about Teddy Bridgewater. Right, not that but, he ain't good. I, right. I do like him. Um, but I wouldn't. And I just want to, before you go, I just want to hit up some of these go comments ahead, ahead, that yeah, we're getting. Um, you know, Ruck, obviously, because, you know, we here. He agree with what I'm saying, and so does Shamik. Yeah. But, you know, Shamik want to wait for, you know, the Next draft. Because right. he liked the kid from Oregon, and a lot of people do. I, yeah. I, won't, I won't negate that now. Then I got to kind of piggyback on Rutland. He ain't never really been a good quarterback out of Oregon. But, <laughs> and then, you know, Tom Gully said Peyton was so great. His one bad season resulted in the Super Bowl. I mean, it kind of crazy. Kind of did. But you know, I love Peyton Manning, so I'm not gonna harp on that too much. But um I, I do think that the Giants could, you know, attempt to get a star quarterback. But I don't know. Do I think the Giants are the worst team in the NFL right now? No. Do I think they're gonna wind up with the number one overall pick? No. I don't. And I don't know who is. But but I don't I wouldn't pick the Giants to get the number one overall but, pick. But the Giants for the past few years have been turning to the New York Knicks of the NFL, man. Damn right. They've been they've been turned to New York Knicks of the NFL. Right. That's why. You're right. That's why I had to put this point because the Giants are coming New York Knicks esque, where we don't need this. We got what we need. We're fine because we're in New York. You know. You gotta hit up TC Casey so you still think the Giants are decent. I still do think they got talent. Yes, and, but like they I do said, have talent. But like they, I said last week, Eli is hindering said yes. talent. He's hindering the, like first of all, the NFC East is a joke. The NFC East is a joke. And if the Giants had a respectable quarterback, they would be in a lot of these games. Yes. I mean, first of all, they were in a lot of these games. They're acting like, I mean, Against Philly, they got the brakes beat off of them. <laughs> but let's not act like in the other games they weren't in the games. Now, winning those t- tight games are the difference between good teams and bad teams. I-, I won't, I won't, you know, act like that's not you know the truth. But to me, the determining factor in a lot of the games that the Giants have been losing, and I hate that we're even spending this much time on the Giants because I hate the Giants. Me too. But 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 I'm trying not to be uh, biased, Chris. I'm trying to get the people what they want. That's why. I, I, listen, if you give the people what they want, they want to talk about OH. No, they don't. I O. But <laughs> post, what's up, man? But no, it's um to to me when I look at the Giants, I go, man, if that team had a quarterback, they'd be good. That's what I'm saying. And if they had a quarterback, like just a, a middle of the road quarterback, right? I, not Blake Bortles, middle of the road, no, 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 no. but you know, just like, you consider him middle. I don't even consider him middle. He, she, I don't he either. I consider him me. bottom to the middle, but. I mean, he's not the worst. No, he's not the worst, but... But, you know, he's the... You know, there's the the elite, then there's the top tier, then there's there's average, yeah, and then there's a little below average, and he's, like, right in there. But a little below average is kind of, like, in the middle. Okay. Uh, You know, just if you rank in with all the teams, it's kind of in the middle. But if they just had... I'm I'm trying to think of a quarter. I mean, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater would make them great. Obviously, if Colin could get his feet under him and get his, you know, get his timing back, I think he could be phenomenal for him. Um... The, the problem I see with them if they go out and get a young quarterback is I don't see no Sam Darnolds in this draft. As much as the kid from Oregon is good, I don't see no Andrew Lux. I don't see no quarterbacks that's coming in year one tearing it up. So then you're going to have enough. Like, if, if you got the kid from Oregon, about time he developed into the quarterback that he possibly could be, how many years of Saquon, uh, Saquon Barkley have you wasted? I mean, mm-hmm. running backs do have a shelf life. How many years of ODB have you wasted right. trying to get this guy up to speed? Because now he's not. And I'm not saying that they don't need to think and plan for the future because oh, obviously no, they, do. they do. But to me, the better move would be, 
you know, if you could get a, an established quarterback, middle of the road quarterback right now mm. so that you could be contenders while also trying to get a nice young quarterback to develop mm-hmm. to, you know, be the future of the franchise. Because, you know, if you get Colin Kaepernick right now, as good as I think he possibly can be, he ain't the future of the franchise. Right. And neither is Teddy Bridgewater and any of the other middle of the road again, uh, quarterbacks you can get at the moment. I think that when you are starting a successful program, you need those type of quarterbacks to help the young guys underneath you learn the system. And that's where it comes from. One thing that we talked about in previous shows that a lot of the NFL teams don't have backup quarterbacks. They have guys who they want to win now, but you need young guys who can keep it going. And I think that when you have guys who we who we seen within the last decade or so are so great, like um, Peyton, yep. Tom Brady, mm-hmm. Drew Brees, mm-hmm. um, a- I mean, yeah. And Rodgers. Um, even 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 my man, I mean, people hate, you know, I, I, he's not my man, but, you know, Ben Rosenberger. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, I'm drawing a blank. Philip uh, Rivers. Philip Rivers. So I think that a lot of organizations seeing what they can do, it, then we can do it. But again, you need these young quarterbacks to come in and develop, really to learn how to win, really to learn how to scheme, mm-hmm. really to understand defenses because... Like offenses, defense, defenses are so sophisticated now to the point where a lot of these young guys can't read the defense anymore. You know what I mean? I remember when, you know, back in the day, 4-3 was a thing. Now you got 3-4. Now you got uh, now you got the 3-3 three, three stack. It's so many defenses now. And then, you know, mm-hmm. you, got, you got linemen who drop it back in coverage now. You know, so it's so mm-hmm. different. But I think that having a young guy to come under a guy like Eli, again, I don't like him, but he knows the game. You know what I mean? He knows the game. And helping the young guy prepare so when he gets in, he's not overwhelmed. But I do want to read some of these comments. Yeah, Um, get to them. Tom said, the Giants have talent, but their management and coaching has no uh, game plan for success. They need to clean out their front office, throw out the post-its and everything, and restock. And Tom says, I've, he said, I've seen better things under Band-Aid than the Giants' management. <laughs> Shamik said, Giant coach is fine. Eli is horrible. We need an O-line, too, and defense look bad because they always on the field. Giants have like 0 and 14 on third down. That is true. FJPP. Um, let me see. Uh, TC, bro, the Giants' offense line is like Tom Gully's gum line. Oh, the Maldi. <laughs> Listen, go. man. There we Listen. go. Listen, I'm here for the shits, man. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, but now, nah, you know what? I just really need to touch that because I'm trying to, you know, become professional here, Chris. You know, I'm trying not to just spend too many times bashing the Giants. I'm trying to look for solutions. Also, as part of the, the groups that I'm holding, uh, since I'm doing my internships, I'm, I'm learning how to woosah. Be, and become a better person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm offering results to you bum-ass Giants. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I'm offering results to the New York Giants. Football organization to help them out. I almost slipped, Chris. I almost see. But but God got you. If it wasn't for him, (laughs) yes, Lord. If it wasn't for him, oh. But um, yeah. So Mm -hmm. I I really want to talk about that. Um, also, um, I'll be doing like breaking news throughout the show. Um, I'm gonna do two things. Um, thanks, SP. You know she's uh, definitely. Good when it comes to breaking news. She said Jerry Jones believes Garrett can get Cowboys to the Super Bowl. When? Once again. When? Jerry Jones is, is delusional. that breaking news? This is some of the news. I mean, I know that. That's not even. I know that Jerry Jones thinks that. That's what's wrong with him. I know. Like, that's what's wrong with him. I know. Now, now this is not. I mean, from, from, from SP's standpoint, she breaking, breaking news. But from. 
the mindset of Jerry Jones. I've been knew he was crazy. I been, which is why I don't understand Cowboy fans, which is why I don't understand Raider uh, Raider fans. Is why I don't understand you know people who like teams where management is the problem. I can right. deal with sucky players. I can deal with that. I, I've been a Met fan. I am a Met fan. I can deal with bad players. I get that. That makes sense. People that's at the top that's calling the shots that can't call them right. Nah, I can't deal with that. B. I mean, that's why I left San Francisco. I yeah. can't deal with that. Nah, man. Nah, nah, nah. You ain't about to sabotage my shit. My players can be bad. You ain't about to sabotage my right. shit. Fuck that. TC had a question. He said, if New England beats KC, are they number one in the AFC? Mm. Well, I'm biased. I'm going to say yes, TC. I don't know. I'm going to say yes because the Patriots are going to do what the Patriots are going to do. I think the Patriots yeah. are going to do what they do and lose to KC tomorrow. I believe that wholeheartedly. But okay. at the same time, I don't know. I, I wouldn't put them as the best in the AFC. I don't know. Not even okay. I can't give their first L, and now they're, you know, the Patriots who got two ones, two bad ones, are now the best team in the AFC. I can't do that. Right. I can't do that. Um, <laughs> Tom Gully agrees with Jerry Jones. He said Jerry Jones is right. Garrett can get them to the Super Bowl. First, Jerry buys a ticket, <laughs> then rents a bus to drive me. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I agree. That's about right. Um, Shamik says, the only thing I um, like about Eli is that he comes to work, Google his interception. And that's what I'm saying. So when you're talking about um, Eli Manning, yes, he's going to get you numbers, but he's also going to have three interceptions and oh, sack yes, five damn times. Oh, yes, he will. So now we can say that it's the offensive line. I'm going to say this. The Giants' offensive line needs some work. But, again, if you have a younger – I don't say younger. If you have a more mobile quarterback, a more sound quarterback who can do the job, that's not the issue. Because Eli holds on to the ball too long. You know what I mean? So that's some of the things that they do need to really, you know, work out the kink. So that's why I want to talk about it. Also, um, SP sent me, she said, uh, 49ers leave out Colin Kaepernick's 2012 playoff performances during the Packers and their key 49ers moment versus Packers gallery. That sucks. The Niners left out when um, Colin Kaepernick scorched. Yes, the Packers. The Packers. Yes. I mean, first of all, that's he, that, nah, that's first of all, Colin did it twice, actually. Yes. He did it one time in San Francisco, which is the highlight one that everybody sees. But mm-hmm. then it was another time the next year where they had to go to Green Bay because Green Bay was the higher seed. Mm-hmm. Um, this was actually the year, because that, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the year, that was the year. Darrell, what's up, man? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the year that it was at home for the Niners. It was the Super year? Cool. No, was the year that they lost to Seattle. I thought it was the year after. The year before that was the year they went to Green Bay because they were the lower seed. They were the lower seed every game, so they went to Carolina and beat Cam. They went to um, Atlanta. They went to uh, Green Bay, beat Bay. Green Bay. Then they Atlanta. went to Atlanta okay, okay, and beat yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you remember that, that was a cold game in Green Bay, obviously, and he scorched them. And then you know the year the year after that is the year. Where they had it at home, and he just put on, he just put on a show. He was, I mean, he put on a show. This is back when I was a hardcore Niner fan, and I just was like, the future is now. Yeah, yeah. But and they leave that out. Yeah, right. See now, now I'm having a tough time with that. Now as a now as a Niners fan, you see what I'm saying? I'm having a tough time with that because I, I consider that so much disrespect. 
and I'm gonna need some answers. And if I don't, I don't need no answers. That's why I left. Again. You can't give me no answers. You you fired Harbaugh. He brung us. He brung us to four, three straight NFC championship games. Three straight. Hmm. Three straight. This is after we were bums. Yes. Bums. He brung us to three straight. And as soon as they got the chance, now you got to go, fam. You hmm. got to get out of here, fam. Oh, see? Oh, oh y'all, y'all don't want to win-win. No. Nope. Oh, okay. I see it. <laughs> I see it. Y'all don't want to win-win. Y'all want the credit for it. Oh, so they go out and they get uh, – no, no. They don't get Chip Kelly first. They go no. get uh, – what's his name? Tom Sula. Yeah. They get uh, Jim Tom Sula. Mm-hmm. They go get him. That's a disaster. Then they go, oh, well, we get who, who we really want. They, get, they go get uh, – Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly. See how that rolls. Even worse than Tom Sula. Then they go get Shanahan, who I like. He's a great coach. I, I really like him as an offensive uh, I just I just feel bad because he's getting caught in the mix. You know what I mean? Like, he's getting caught in the mix of all the shits. And I really got to question that, man. Like, I, I'll talk about that all air, but I'm, not a nation. We're going we're gonna to have to talk about this shit. It's we're crazy, gonna, too, because, you know, San Francisco in general, just as a, as a, as a uh, city, one of the most progressive, right. you know, super right. liberal places. And that, that shit stands on that? Right. Oh, mm. oh, it's a bit odd. Yeah. It's a bit odd, but Don Smith, it, what's up, man? On the check-in. As long as old boy is the uh, owner, it's been so long I can't even remember his name. You know his name. Nah, I can't remember. You know his name. Jet. I don't know nobody. York. Only New York I know is in the city. Anyway, <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> now, uh, our, now, you know, I know we talk about the Giants and the, and the NFL, but you know, we'll come back to that. I really want to talk to you about the Khabib and Conor fight, and I know everybody talked about it and heard about it, but Chris G ain't put his spin on it, so it don't matter. So, what happened? Is Randell in the room? Randell, let me let me hit Randell up. Let me let me hit a. Well, Randell. what happened was what I said. You know what I mean? Look, I, I said it's a, they're both a bad style for each other, and it's who can impose their will. And to tell you the truth, Connor really wasn't a bad style for him because he stood up with Connor. Yes. And he won the stand up. And then he just kept taking him down and down and grounding and pounding him because nobody does it quite like Khabib. And it was nothing he could do. And he got the brakes beat off of him and he tapped out, which is, you know, I, this is nothing new. You know what I mean? Like, people have been saying it for a while. Like, yo, Khabib is different, though. Like, he's different. I just want to say that y'all undersold that video, okay? Oh, him. Well, no. I didn't undersell it. Randall, Randall did. Yes, Randall yeah. was like, oh, it's just a cub. Nah. Yo, listen. That cub had technique. If y'all <laughs> haven't seen the video, type in Khabib. It's going to say bear. A bear is more appealing than a, than a, than a cub. Right. But listen, that shit was huge. Big ass cub. Yo. The technique that that cub had, stay low. And, it, yo, it wasn't giving him no slack. It was like, yo, listen, this cub, yo, you're going to have to work for this. And, again, like, I like just I love to go to YouTube and read some of the videos. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, some of the comments. Someone said, this is the most Russianist video i ever seen in it my is. life. Like, the way he was wrestling that cub, when he was nine years old. I got I to gotta piggyback on what, um, and what? I do, we'll get back to the video. I got to piggyback on something that Tom Gully said, and... And, I, and the reason I want to piggyback on it is because this is what Paulie Malignaggi talked about the character of, of Connor. So Tom Gully go, Connor quit. He had a choice to escape the neck crank and get his ass whipped some more, and he tapped out. Yeah. And I can't see the rest. It's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a say see it. more. 
It just said um, He said he had a choice To escape the neck crank And get his ass whipped some more Or tap He tapped Oh tap Okay So and he did And and, and Paulie had made a point He was like Yo the thing with Connor is He's got no balls mm. He says I mean if you ever listen to Paulie Obviously Paulie Got beef You know with um With uh, What's his name Connor. With Connor But um, he goes Yo he's got no balls He said if he gets Tested If he gets into to, to the waters Where he can't survive He's just gonna tap mm, Here we go And that's what he did We got my man Randell on a check in man What's up man Hey how y'all doing Randell uh, We great man You know we uh, Sorry Oh man Hold on Hold on Hold oh, on my goodness. Oh, What the hell is that oh, Sorry Did you just hang up uh, Hello I don't know what the hell happened Something I don't know crazy. what you just did Hold on here you come That was Randell Hold on Yo Yo, yeah, I'm sorry. No, I, I guess that's that. I've got the phone line again. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I I don't know if you you know caught Chris's last comment. You know, um, he was talking about. Oh, he said Paul Malinaji was talking some good stuff about not good, but you know, some stuff about Connor. But um, I definitely want to talk about the fight and also what transpired after the fight. So. I want you to give your take on the fight and then talk about, you know, what happened in, in the ring and that caused the something that I love. I I love every bit of that. Love every bit. Yo, the fight the fight went exactly the way me and Chris said it was gonna go. Um I I was actually surprised that Khabib was able to put him down with that with a punch. Yeah, that, that surprised me. me. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the only thing I give Connor is you had a two year well, no, I wouldn't say two year because you did box, so your striking should have gotten better. That's all you had to do. It didn't look for good. For the Mayweather fight. Yeah. His striking it, didn't it, look good. You know what? There was a lot of rumors that he's partying hard. There's a lot of rumors that he's been, you know, white lines. And mm, that stuff catches up to you, man. Yeah, honey, oh, yeah. Um, honey, make so Jordan Brink, you do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jordan Brink of the Sherdog Network was like, you know, he didn't want to say no names. But he said, you know, allegedly, a lot of people seeing Connor out just the past couple of years. Mm. And he was the same one that, that knew that John Jones was doing what he was doing. So I take his... Uh, I take his reporting with some, with you know, some accuracy that right, right. the man was living that life. Mm-hmm. You know, give somebody hundred million dollars. You want to party? Certain things don't work for you no more, and you start getting real risky with it. Listen, in the words of uh, of, a, of a great man, cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> it is, I mean, and I think the rematch is going to go the exact same way. Why would it be like? Listen, I don't want to see. Listen, that's listen having him fight again. That's domestic violence, okay? Because the way he's okay. beating the shit out of him, come on now. Because Dana White gives Conor McGregor whatever he wants. Exactly. That's why it's going to be a rematch. Yeah, exactly. And it is money. You, you will be leaving a lot of money on the table if you don't have a rematch. I think two matches that need to happen. If, if, it's re- if we're doing this realistically, like we're going to treat it like it's a real sport, Khabib needs to fight Tony Ferguson next. But Dana White doesn't treat MMA like it's a real for- mm-hmm. sport. Because there's, think about it. Dana, uh, Daniel Cormier just got announced for the Master Square Garden show. This man just said a week ago that his hand is darn near broken against Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis said after his fight that my cardio sucks. Yep. Why are they fighting in the main event three weeks after he just fought? And my balls are hot. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Derek Lewis, which pisses me off with this fight. Derek Lewis was Derek Lewis was losing that yes. fight. He was yes. losing. Yes. And he and listen, anybody can get caught, especially at the heavyweight division. In UFC kind of period. If you get caught on the yep. button, you're a rap. So that was his saving grace. But to me, the disrespect for not running it right back to Stipe shows me that um, Dana White, who I don't like, Dana White, I won't, yeah, I can't, I can't stand it, especially how he treats Tyron Woodley. But I won't get into that right at this. That's second. another show. That's, That's another. Whole, show. We could do a whole two we hours do a whole on two that. Two hours on that. But 
To me, he's going, no, 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 I'm going to give you this Lewis guy. I'm going to give you Derek Lewis because I want to get you up against Brock. That's what I want. And Brock not ready yet. Because first of all, what people don't talk about is he hasn't been away long enough for his suspension and for him to do the proper uh, months of drug testing for him to get reinstated back in the he, UFC. Well, he, he jumped back in. He's in the testing pool. He went he's in, in the, the testing pool, pool now. But he, right before SummerSlam, he yeah, won it. Right. So, but he still needs, I think if I'm not mistaken, he needs to wait until he'll be cleared in January is when yeah. he would be done with the test pool. See, when he fought, um, when he fought uh, the Mark kid, Hunt, Hunt he, they let him just bypass that. Mm-hmm. And then he came back with a dirty urine. And he just kind of never even talked about it. Just like, oh, okay. It just went away. I'll go wrestle. But you know, he had the audacity on the same show to say John Jones was unprofessional for failing his test. Exactly. But, Brock is another story of a walking hypocrisy that I could get into, but that's another, again, that is another type of show. I want to focus in on how they're saying. Stipe should get the immediate rematch. He should get the, he was champion in the heavyweight division and be enough legit heavyweights to go, you know, you got to run that back to him. But they're not going to do that yep. because the money is in DC versus Brock. So that's what they're going to do. And, you know, Dana White kind of walks around with this holier than thou. We don't do what boxing do. When mm-hmm. people want to see fights, we make them happen. Stop it. Make You're it. lying. You're lying. Do fights happen quicker in the UFC because you have a dictatorship over it? Sure. That's very true. And does boxing need a little bit of that? To a degree. But he, he puts the money that he wants to get first and foremost. And then he kind of follows suit. You know what I mean? You because know what's funny? Everything we talking about is pretty much my next episode on 443 Radio. Like, just talk about where the UFC went wrong and how they got to fix it. And I think the best and worst move that they did was signing that contract with ESPN. Because mm-hmm. ESPN's not going to tolerate a lot of this stuff. No, they're not. ESPN's going to be like, look, man, y'all got to run this like a sport. And here's my, my and the main point of my episode too. coming up is, is they're going to have to either rain Dana White in or fire. Mm. I don't because think they will. They got new owners now, man. This ain't the Fertitta brothers no more. True. I just still don't think they will. I really don't. I hope they, I hope they do. I, I think if they got a, like, Adam Silver-type commissioner, we're like, look, it's sports. We're going to treat it like sports. You're going to fight who's ever next up in the ranking, and that's that. I think it, it, it's fine. Like, this promotion should be making way more money than they're making. They're leaving money on the table. Oh, yeah. I mean, first of all, um, to kind of get on Willie a little bit, Willie should be um, paired up to fight GSP, like, now. Like, I don't yep. understand why. I mean, I know why it's not happening because Dana White loathes Woodley and he hates that nobody can beat him. I think he hates GSP now, too, because GSP's been calling his own shots. And he's not the company man anymore. Hey, and it's well-deserved. I mean, he put in a career uh, of putting in work for Dana White for years. He should be able to call his own shots. And he wants Woodley. That's the crazy part. I know. That's the crazy part. That's the but he doesn't want to give Willie that because then it would legitimize Woodley even more yes, than he already is, and he exactly. doesn't want to do that. I mean, if you ever, if you look at Woodley's last fight when he went up against Dana White's next poster child of who he wanted to be great, because he wanted Wonder Boy to be great, and then uh, Woodley scraped him twice. So then he gets this Till guy, and he's like, "Yo, this is gonna be my guy." And then Woodley scrapes him, and he he the, can't even make weight. Yo, he couldn't even make weight in the disgust. On Dana White's face when he had to put the belt back on Woodley, like fuck, he still. And you know he wants, and they. I know they want Kobe Covington to win. I know, but that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. I mean, unless Kobe Covington like hits him with something lucky, it's just not gonna happen. He's just not. He's a lot of mouth. He's very entertaining. I don't believe a word that comes out of Kobe Covington's mouth when he talks about Trump or whatever he talks about. He's just a showman. Like I could tell, it's all fake. But he gets. You know, on the side note. 
You know what's funny? How they keep telling basketball players and football players to keep politics out of sports, <laughs> yeah. but nobody ever says anything to the UFC. Nope. Scared of them. Like when I was watching the, the you know that the promo for that um the Trump documentary on UFC, I said, "Wow, I thought y'all wanted to keep politics out of sports." Mm. Well, now you, you know only want to keep politics out of sports when there's black people niggas talking. Mm, mm, black people talking about it. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Clear my throat. Now I do have a question. What happened yeah. after? What happened? Like I mean, you know, Rendell. Well, you know, I mean, I've been talking to you. You know what happened? What happened? And, and I, I take a lot of stuff from Bamani Jones, and I think he was said his best. He said, "What happened after the fight was some people all they got. They come from such a like." People who are not of privilege, sometimes all they have is respect. Mm-hmm. And when you take that away from them, you're going to get punched in the mouth. Yep. And that's the truth. Yep. You, you think about, like, you know, how we came up. And I'm not saying just, it don't even, it's not even black or white. It's just sometimes it's on socioeconomics. Yep. All you have is respect. You, your word, the things you do, and that's how people see you. And when you challenge that, sometimes, not saying violence is always the answer, sometimes it's the only answer. Because mm. some people don't respect nothing else. Okay. Until you, you get punched in the face. And you can't tell you can't tell people how to react to mm. something. Yep. You know what I mean? True. So the I know Connor was trying to say, you know, during the during the whole melee when he had a little bit of time to talk to him, like, yo, man, it's all for show. But it's like, nah, right. fam. Nah, nah, well, you, talked buddy. About, you talked about my father, you talked about my religion. That ain't show for me. Nah. You know what I mean? I'm not in this. He he got he has a certain respect for, you know, uh, for MMA, and if you ever looked at Connor, I mean not Connor, uh, Khabib in his fight, yo, he destroyed tons of people, and he is so respectful yeah, after like yeah. concerning about their well being after the fight is Something over, like, yeah. talking about how good of a person and great of a fighter his opponent was. You could tell he was built on that. What Connor did was cross his line. Yep. And you can't tell somebody how to react when you cross their line, mm-hmm. and he crossed Khabib's line, and that's why Khabib was ready to put work on him and his whole crew. I mean, you think about where that man came from. The man come from a war-torn country just mm-hmm. outside of Russia. People getting assassinated. And for a lot of those people, the only way out is wrestling. Yeah. So this right. man has built his life of, of learning to wrestle and trying to get his family out. And there's a possibility you could be assassinated and killed. And you want to come and start talking crazy? Right. I, you, that's one thing I was learning, man. You leave them people alone. You still start talking to somebody and they start to come from Ukraine, something Slovakia, Ubersaduka. Nah, man. Mm-hmm. I shake your hand. Respect you. We don't got no problems. Yeah, like Tom said, he said Connor expected Khabib to respect the fact that Connor is a clown. No, nah, he wasn't respecting that. No, he put them paws on. Well, you. that's the thing. If you want somebody to respect that, go fight Floyd again because Floyd is for it. Because right. Floyd knows Floyd knows it's just a you know it's just, just for show, right? You know right, what I right, mean? Right. And that is not real. But yo, you can't you can't do that with somebody that was brought up in the tradition of respect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and then, you know, even with all of that being said, I've seen Floyd say some outrageous things, but I've never seen Floyd go after somebody's religion. Nah. You know what I mean? Nah. I, I hey, he do be crossing the line sometimes with those single Mayo fights. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, he used to wear the the uh sombrero. <laughs> he he, he used to get real close purpose. to the line. Uh, but he gets real close to the line. I, I'm not. First of all, let me just state: I am not trying to paint Floyd Mayweather as a say. <laughs> I am not trying to do that. But you know, I mean, and, and with all that being said, you know, even though Floyd never lost, yo, after his fights, no matter who he fought, you know, he always give him love. Now he might not give yep. Larry Merchant love, but he always <laughs> gives his opponent always gives him love. So you know, right? 
Yeah, and yeah, you never seen uh, Tom Gully just said you never saw Floyd take a dolly to the window of a bus either. And, and listen, yeah. if you can say a lot of things about Floyd, but he does keep it professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He knows when and where to right. do the poking and prodding to make it. You know what I mean? For I think sure. that Floyd, you know, understands that boxing, like a lot of these sports, is a business. Mm-hmm. So he understands how to get the people going. Because again, when he was pretty boy Floyd, nobody was checking for him. Everybody was like, "Oh, that's nice." But once he started to Money really May? understand, Money Mayweather, yes, May? and. You know, you know, people needed that, and I think that that that's what in boxing needed. It, it needed the entertainment aspect. So you can say what you want, but like you say, he's he'll teeter, but he'll never be like over the line. Like, yo, come on, Floyd, what are you doing? You know, but Connor, Connor definitely like you know when he threw that dolly, I was like, yo, what in the hell's going on? You know, so and you know what's funny? Connor's not stupid. That's the part about this, right? That I didn't understand because I remember watching one of the press conferences. Somebody tried to compare to Muhammad Ali, and he said, don't you dare do that. He goes, that man is special. I can never come close to what that man has accomplished. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't, it's not like he doesn't know what he's doing. He's right. full well aware of what he's doing. Well, he well he isn't an idiot because he tapped out. Because he know damn well, if I didn't tap out, <laughs> I'm probably going to die. So that showed me. He got his jaw broke. Yeah, he oh, yeah. got his jaw broke. It was right on his uh, jawbone, but the neck crank okay. is a, is a, it's a, Freak. I don't want to say it's dirty, but man, it is a violent. No, no, type it's of perfectly hole. legal. I know it's, it's legal. I'm not saying it's I dirty, was, but it is a nasty hole so to I be would, in, which is, is different than a regular right. choke hold. You right. know, the neck crank is, is is very different, and I'm not saying they should ban it or anything like that. I'm just saying when you're in it, yeah, uh, you're not getting out of it, and it's a really nasty. So, it, so really I, nasty. I was I was watching the Joe Rogan show. I don't. I mean, I, don't I love the Joe Rogan show. And they had a they had a they had a trainer, and he was, they had so, they had Kavanaugh up there, right? And he was talking about that's Connor trainer, yeah, Connor trainer. And he was talking about what it does, and he said it could go on you. He he was telling so many spots. He said if he wanted to, he can put it on your face. Mm-hmm. And then when he showed it, and you know someone was you know they had like a uh, uh, like a reenactment of it. I was like, well, I'll be damned. That's that's a wreck. I mean, because because you know because in the hood, you know you you throw somebody in the feed. Yeah. Nah, but this right here, I was like, yo, this is the, yo, this is why these guys are some bad mofos, man. Definitely respect. You know what's crazy? And I was like, I remember when I first got put in one of those, I was upset. I was like, that's illegal. And then my coach is like, nah, it's not illegal. We just never told you that you could do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things about grappling is that a lot of times it's just folks just say like, yo, you can't poke nobody in the eye. You can't, and the stuff you kind of assume is common sense. Right. But after that, you could go sit in a room by yourself, start making up holes. And they're like, yeah, you good to go. Go ahead. Yep. Wow. Pretty much. Mm. Pretty much. Well, I definitely wanted to get you on, Mr. Randell, man. Can you tell people where they can find you at, sir? Quiet conversations. We trying to get a uh, consistency on that, but, you know, life gets in the way. Don't worry. Uh, 443 Radio. And just hit me up on Twitter uh, at Broadbridge Road. Uh, another thing, man, I, I, this one thing I really didn't like that they did. So they took the fight from Navatina Shalango. Then they matched her up with Jariah Eubanks. Oh, great, yeah. great jujitsu woman out of uh, Team Lloyd Irving. They got their own issues, but she's great. I love her. Then they I love her. Then they take the fight from her. Hmm. And they get mad at her that she got mad. And that's why I said, like, they gotta start treating this like it's a sport. Well, but first of all, yo, she was supposed to have a title match like three UFCs ago. Or it was either yep. two UFCs ago or three UFCs ago, but her opponent, I can't remember. She she went she got hospitalized or she couldn't happened. make the weight. She couldn't make the weight, and so you know, you know, she didn't have nobody fight. And she was supposed to get a championship fight. First of all, mm-hmm. you can make a claim that um, you know, she was uh she was it was definitely could have went either way when she fought Amanda Nunes. Yeah. That was a really, really, really close fight. 
And um, you know, she definitely felt she definitely felt some kind of way that she didn't that she didn't uh you know get the dub in that. But that was what it was. And then you get back to this point and it's like, yo, how many times are you gonna keep shitting on her? Mm. I don't I don't understand it. I really don't. I just, they, they, uh, to me, I feel like they're devaluing these belts, man. Like you're giving people title shots, you pull them away, somebody wins the interim title, you take that away. Mm-hmm. It's the, the, the dude gotta go, man. The dude is ruining the sport. Not the sport, he's ruining the organization. Mm. I mean, you know, he's got a stranglehold on it, which is, you know, unfortunately for boxing, it's why they be like, see, this is why we got it the way we got it. You know, no, no one person could put a put a hold on it, even though sometimes you kind of need people, some person to rein it in. I just don't think Dana White is the person to rein it in for MMA. You know what's crazy? I feel like if Scott Coker was in charge of UFC, it'd be a much better run company. Maybe. Maybe. Because I find myself watching a lot more Bellator lately. Yeah, and you know what? If you want a promoter that ain't all up in your videos, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still in your shot. So gonna let you wear your sponsors on your shorts. For real. So um fifty cent had hit up Khabib and said, Yo, I got we said I got two million, yo. What's up? You wanna come fight uh, Bellator? And Bellator? He said yeah, send me location. One thing I say about UFC is they're, they're, they're notorious with their contracts. They will tie you up for years and put your career on hold. Davis, yeah. what's up, man? So Khabib can't really say do nothing, man. No, no. not really. Well, Ray Dell, man, appreciate you, sir. Listen, man, tomorrow I'm free. Um, I got I just got to take my son to uh, conditioning, uh, but let me know, man. I'll, I'll, I'll be uh, stuck in the in the place, man. All right, so how about later? Hit me. All right, man. Yeah, y'all, y'all doing great, man. Love the word. All, All right, right, man. Appreciate Catch you later. Peace. We got Mr. Rob Davis, man. Rob Davis, man. I just want to say, man, I love his production. He has his show, man. Um, he got his sports unfiltered. He has a, a guy out there, Aaron Fleming, man. This guy is a Cowboys fan and drunk to death, man. He's, <laughs> I, he swear that the Cowboys are going to make Super Bowl. He's, he's right there with Jerry Jones, man. Uh, you know, it's so entertaining, man. I love to watch the show every Monday, usually when I'm coming home from class. I don't even turn TV on. I just go there and just watch some brothers do their thing, man. So shout out to Rob mm-hmm. Davis. Listen, mm-hmm. whenever you want me on the show, let me know. Um, I'll come on, do my little one-two. If you want to come on, I know he said he don't do sports, but still, man, come on, man. You know, just show love, baby. We here, we here. You know, Tom says it the best. He goes, you know, um, and this is just another shout out to Tom and why he's so great. Okay. But oh. um, when he's bigging us up, he goes, man, listen, if you want to listen to the best sports radio, best sports podcast out there. He was like, go, um, go listen to Don't Shoot the Messenger. But also, just if you want to just, with pop culture, what's going on today, he was like, it, it's just not sports. And I mean, listen, we're based in sports. We right. mostly talk about sports. But like, don't get it twisted. Like, we hit the, we hit what's going on, just, Try you know, to, yeah. in general. You know what I mean? Even if it's, sometimes it's more than others. Sometimes it might be the whole show. Yeah. You know what I mean? You never know. So, uh, you know, man, tune in, man. Show, show, show that in. love. Definitely, and and if you got something to say, man, come up here and speak your mind. Come whatever here, whatever you want to talk about. We, it's nothing. Listen, we went to all the taboo subjects, yep. politics, religion. All that. You know what I mean? Um, domestic violence. Domestic violence. Uh, you know, Me Too. Um, Black Lives Matter. We've touched every, all, we touched all of the, hey, don't, don't talk about that type of stuff. Man, we talk about it. Fuck, Fuck that. that. Don't shoot the messenger. Yeah. I'm just, listen, I'm just letting you know. Yeah. That's don't wait me. That's why it's, in the, it's the name of the show. So I have some good news. You know, SP, thank you for this. I just wanted to let you and Kim know that an Ohio State great will be at the game today on the sideline. Archie? No. Eddie? Nope. Rob? Nope. Um, Carter? I'll give you one more. 
Your godson. Bro? <laughs> That's my godson. <laughs> JT Bear will be in the building for Ohio State today. I cannot Tell wait. Tell that motherfucker to go to whatever hole he was <laughs> hiding in and go back. We don't need you. Kim, I know you love that. Chris love it too. Kim, Listen. Is Kim on, does Kim like JT? Yeah. I don't know if she like uh, Tom said who. Woody Hayes. Woody. <laughs> if he on the sideline, then goddamn. Yo, Kim, are you? Do you like JT Bear? Oh my god! I, I just wanted. I mean, because I hated him, but do do you like him? Let's see what she says. She she gonna definitely respond. She said JT. She got it. So, um, but you know, but she lives in Ohio. She just probably knew, but that don't mean she liked JT. Listen, man, I don't know what all the respect is. I I personally think that JT is one of the best quarterbacks Shut in Ohio State history. Your mouth. No, he's saying. not. I'm just saying. I don't the, care what stats say. He's not. The man got him a ring, didn't he? No. All right. Yes, he did. He no, got well, hurt. No, he got a ring. He got hurt. Cardell. He got hurt. 12 games. Thank you. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you something. As soon as Kim ever hit us up and she said she was a Buckeye fan, I knew. <laughs> I, I knew then that I liked her. Okay? Because <laughs> the first thing she No. Because no Ohio State fan like JT. I don't know. had to deal with it because it was all we had. But who got us the chip? First of all, Zeke got us the chip. Zeke and mm. defense got us the chip first and foremost. And then after that, it was Cardell who, you know, played big against Alabama, who took us to the uh, – uh, I think it was Wisconsin, Alabama, and then Oregon. That was Cardell who did that. Mm. Hey, it wasn't JT. He was hurt, Chris. Fuck JT. Damn. And now, and now, now we got a quarterback. Listen, that's right. I ain't even see it, but now, oh, we got the best quarterback we had years. Listen, I love, I love Troy Smith. I love Braxton Miller. I love um, Pryor. How about Herb Street? Herb Street was, Herb Street really wasn't, listen, I like Herb Street because <laughs> he a Buckeye, but he really wasn't that great. Kind of like um, kind of like when people said Palmer from Florida, I'm like, he, he became a figure. And yeah, I he, knew about he him, became but. a, he's a figure, and he, but, but only reason Herb Street was like any even, even relevant is because he had Rob Smith behind him. True. True. That's why Herb Street is known. Okay, like, Herb Street's okay. I, I love him as a commentator. You know what I mean? I love him on everything, on game day, all of that. But he wasn't really that great. This one right here, though, Haskins, I'm telling you. Now. I'm telling you. Can he beat Alabama? I think he can. His art. <laughs> Tom Gully going way back. He said, Tom Tupa. Tom, I don't know who that is. Only time that I recognize is you. All only, right? time, only time I recognize is Gully. Yeah, there we go. Um, but no, 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 no. I, he's the, yes, yes, yes. He's the, it's been a long time since we had a quarterback as good as Dwayne Haskins. Because I'm you talking about, he just checks off all the boxes. The only, the only thing bad about Haskins is he's black and he ain't fast. <laughs> 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 but I don't need him to be fast. We had that already. Oh, we shoot. had that with oh, uh, multiple guys and, you know, didn't really account. I mean, other right. than... Troy Smith was actually really fast, and he was a good passer, and he was pretty accurate. I wonder, so, you, know, you know, and he was a Heisman Trophy winner, right? Troy Smith was last our last Heisman Trophy winner. Was Did Troy he? Um, was he able to get you to, to to get you guys a ring? I just wanted to know. No, no, he. Uh, Who did you guys lost, lose to, by the way? We lost to LSU. You guys lost to LSU. We did lose. To, yo, go look it up. Mm. He lost to LSU. I mean, he lost to somebody else too. 
Because we, unlike another team, probably the team you're talking about, we went to the uh, national championship in back-to-back years. Mm-hmm. Now, we lost both of them, but we did go back-to-back years, okay. and he was the quarterback for both of those. Mm. Um, How about uh, when you guys played Florida? I'm trying to think. He was... No. Yeah, I don't recollect. No, I don't, yeah, I don't no recollection. That. No, okay. well, I'm just, I'm just helping you out. I remember, you know, he won the Heisman, played Florida. Yeah, we, we, had, we, he won the Heisman one year, and then he played, and then he lost against the team, um, whoever that was, and then the next year. Okay. Uh huh. Matter of fact, you know what? Shut your mouth, because right now Florida is losing to Vanderbilt, twenty-one ten. Okay. I knew, you know what's so, so funny? So don't come with the I shits. knew that was going to happen. Don't come with the shit. I shits. said, you know, I'll, listen, last week was the toughest, and we're going to have a. Basically, easy schedule until we get to Florida State. And now look at this. But don't worry. We'll come back. I just want to read some of these comments, man. Tom oh, yeah. always dropping knowledge. He I said he knows a little bit about everything. He said, Tom Tupo, Ohio State quarterback who went to the NFL as a punter but played QB for the Jets in a pinch. The Jets will take anybody as a quarterback. Let's <laughs> just get that. Art, um, I don't want to mispronounce his name. Shetler. Ohio State quarterback that got drafted by the Colts, played significantly but kicked out of the league, and did jail time after gambling huge, married a cheerleader from from my high school. Okay, Tom. My boy Tom knows his shit. Hey, listen, if you ever listen, then again, I'm just going to shout his show out again. Again? Man. If you just listen to the Tom Gully show, man, he comes up with all of these. Like, Tom's been a little bit, he's been a little bit in everything. 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 Like, you know, he goes, somebody goes, oh, you know, I'm from, you know, I don't know, Boise, Idaho. Idaho. Biloxi, Mississippi. And he goes, ah, you know, I lived right outside of there for uh, (laughs) a couple years and, uh, you know, this, that, and the third. And he's like, you you ever been on uh, Seamont Street and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, he just knows, man. He just knows. Like, I I didn't know that Tom, you know, lived in Connecticut for a while. Yeah. And he didn't live in New Haven. He He lived lived in Norwalk. uh, Norwalk. And I think he says Stanford, too. Or, or Stanford. Um, I think he used to like go back and forth. Back and Stanford. forth. But you know, ask him anything about Connecticut. Anything. Anything. Tell you. New Haven, Bridgeport, wherever you go. He goes, oh yeah, you know, over here. Blah, you know, they got the Carter over there in uh, New <laughs> Haven. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like he just back in '88, they had some good crack on that. Street. But you know, I didn't do it. A friend of mine did. But you know, just a little tidbit. Tom knows everything. Now, I do want to move on real quick uh, to some NBA talk, Chris. Yes, yes. I do yes, want to move on, Chris. Um, you know, I know a lot. Hasn't been going on with it. What are you talking about? A lot's been going on. I mean, on with but NBA. I'm talking about like really thick things. I'm talking about what people say because people, you know, put on these posts that his legs are two and no, so he roll. Um, you know, just stuff like that. You know, First stuff of all, like that. preseason. If there was any sport where preseason like matters the least, it's basketball. Yes. It, like it literally does not matter. Mm. There's nothing about now. I mean, granted, it was nice to see Braun. In a Laker uniform for the first time. Still getting used to it. And it was nice to see the Lakers going up against Golden State in Vegas. Like that, you know, was an event. But let me tell you something. That was the most non-serious game. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I don't don't care. Pickup game ever. I don't care if he's working on it. If JaVale McGee is shooting threes in a game, it's not real. (laughs) It's not real. (laughs) It's just not. Uh, All right. When you got Half of the players that's playing like significant minutes is going to be in the D League. You know what I mean? When right. the years start, like if they don't take it. Javale the thrill. No, no, listen. I'm a McGee fan, actually, to tell you the truth. His mama was good as well. Mm-hmm. His mom was, was was in WNBA, and um, his sister. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'm a fan, but NBA preseason, yeah, it's like, yeah, less serious than a celebrity uh, game at the All-Star break. Seriously. <laughs> That's how serious the NBA preseason game right. is. But 
you know, like I said, you get to see people that you haven't seen in a while, get your foots going. But this Wednesday is the beginning of the NBA season. Mm. Um, I'm happy about it. I'm thrilled. Um, I can't wait to see how this season unfolds. I got my LeBron jersey coming in the mail. So uh, let me tell you something. First of all, wait. first and foremost, I'm gonna start it off like this. Shout out to my boy Jimmy Buckets. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I I I do want to talk about that because I'm tired you know, of all these bitches <laughs> who act like bitches. <laughs> he old school with in it, the man. league. Yo, exactly. I'm old school with it. I'm yeah. like, first of all, the reason why Jimmy Butler is the way that he is is. Is why he's so good. Because Jimmy Butler wasn't supposed to be a star. Not like Andrew Wiggins, not like Cat. See, uh, he, he, he first of all, he didn't even get a scholarship. He had to go walk on to Marquette. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even a starter on Marquette. Then he gets drafted, and he has to work his way up. He was like, oh, he's going to be a good defensive player. Right. And then he works his way up and to becoming... Up, he works his way up to becoming the Jimmy Buckets that we know. So he don't got no time for these soft young motherfuckers who who just want to get paid and they don't take it as serious. He's going to look, man. I had to work to get this. Right. It wasn't given to me. No. I didn't go on the AAU circuit and I'm buddy buddy with everybody. Right. I had to I'm, work. He's one of the last of the dying breeds of ball players. Mm-hmm. Like nah, nah, nah. I grew up on the hard top. Right. When I had to, I had to go out and get it. Yeah. It wasn't like this, you know, fun fantasy thing for me. You know what I mean? Like. And Cat and, and, and Wiggins, that's the type of players they are. Cat is great. Wiggins, not so much. But Yeah, but it's true, though. Cat is great, but, yo, there's a lot of softness that I see in him. And Wiggins, Wiggins, who is supremely talented, I just don't understand why you haven't taken the next step. Because if you think about it, Wiggins has been in the league, what, four years now? Uh, Yeah, almost four. Because Brian came. When did Brian go back to Cleveland? Four. He's been in the league five years. So this is going to be his... How Fourth long year. was he in Fourth Cleveland? Year. He was in Cleveland for four years, right? Who? Bron. This yeah. past team. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is this is his fifth year. And if, if I'm being honest, why is Brandon Ingram now on the same level as Wiggins? Like you should you right. should have made enough strides yeah. that just now I look and I go, yo, Ingram is either on your level or better than you. Mm. And there's no in between. He's either as good as you right now, or he's a little bit better. So why haven't you taken the strides that you need to take in development to be the player that you should be? I just want to say something real quick. Aaron, if you're on, Jerry Jones does agree with you. He thinks that the, that Garrett can get you guys to Super Bowl. Two, I just want to say, Chris is no bullshit. Chris is old school. Let me tell you why Chris is old school, and some of you might know, some of you might not know. I coach my nephew, which is Chris' son, okay? My nephew can go out there on plenty of occasions – Scored two touchdowns. And you know what Chris says? It's all right. I said, listen, God damn it, Chris, come on. So Chris is from the old school. Like I said, his son would go out there and ball out. And I mean, me and little Chris would work after practice. Chris, yeah, let's do this. We got you. Boom, boom, boom. I don't know if ball out was the right word, but. Again. He can do, do a again, decent job. My nephew going to scoring two touchdowns in Pop Warner. Not high school Pop Warner. Making sure he's doing his thing. But the problem was, the problem was, the reason why I had a problem when he would go out and get two touchdowns, and that's great. Um, what were you doing in between that? Why were you why were you bouncing into the outside when there was a hole right up the middle where you could have worked in? That's why 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 you why you getting why you getting three yard losses when you could have got a five yard gain if you just would have hit the middle? You see what I'm saying? That's the markings of a good back. But I don't even want to get into football right now. I just want to say But I am that. old school. But Chris old school. I am old school with it. So but I do agree with Jimmy Buckets. And it's like, you know, and he did give props. He said, you know, cat, talented, Wiggins talented. But yo, like, like this shit gotta stop. Like this shit gotta stop, man. Yeah. I think we've been talking about this for a long time. It's like, yo, 
the league in the era that we grew up in, it's like, yo, I don't like you on the court. You ain't my friend during the season. We ain't mm-hmm. friends. I don't know you. Like, that has that's that's slowly diminishing because oh, yeah, everybody's playing AAU, everybody's playing tag together, Fortnite, you know, yeah. everything is kumbaya, and that's cool to a certain degree. But when I'm playing you, I don't care if you my and the coach, you know, because you got crazy coaches. I don't care if my grandmother's in front of me; she is an enemy, and I'm not gonna go easy on her. Yeah, but yo, and when the game over, it's all love, right? But I mean, listen, there's been plenty of times. You know, you've been at those games uh, where we're playing basketball pickup game and we're going to get our best friend is on the other team. And it's real. It's real. On the court. Now, it's, after it's over, we're going to go do whatever together because that's my brother and that's how we roll. But when we playing, I'm a competitor. I want to beat you in what I'm doing. I'm not thinking, this ain't no right. game. I, got, I mean, it's a game, but I'm trying to win. Yeah. I'm going as hard as I can. And... You know, Wiggins and Cat, I just don't see it in him. And that's basically what Jimmy was saying. I blame Jimmy Dwight was, Howard. I mean, yo, you, you can. You can. Because, I mean, I look at it now and I'm going, as talented as Cat is, shouldn't Cat be better than what he is that's right what I'm now? Saying. Because Cat kind of came in and it was like, yo, who would you want to start a franchise with? And at one point, early, Cat was the unanimous guy. And I look at it now, I wouldn't start a franchise with him. Nah, is he good? Yes, cool. but I would not. St- and I and I like Carl Anthony. T- I do. I like. I like. He seems like a good yeah. dude. I like his Jack Link nice. commercials. Like I'm, I'm for him. But at the same time, I'm not starting no franchise. Yeah. I want a, I want a dog, and I want somebody who who gonna want to go get it. Like if I if I had to pick anybody, like right this second, it, it would be people like Anthony Davis, mm. obviously, um, LeBron, LeBron, um. Well, not, not LeBron, not right now. He's a little too old. Like okay, just okay. right, right now. Okay. It would be people like you know AD. It'd be people like Kevin Durant. It'd be people like Steph. It'd be people like Russell uh, Westbrook. Yeah. You know, it'd be people. It'd be people along that vein. I don't, I don't need no softness. Mm. If you want to be soft, go play some AAU ball again. Right. Like this, is the NBA. Like it, it gets to a point where it's like, yo, we need some mans in there. We, yeah. need, we need some men <laughs> to 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 compete. If you want to win, a, yo, if you want to win a chip. Yeah. I mean, listen, Kyrie Irving is the most buddy-buddy guy off the court. You can, yo, when Kyrie on the court, yeah. it's serious. Killer Kai. Killer Kai. And it's not just because he's from Duke. Okay? <laughs> oh, God. Because he's from Jersey. Nah, but you know what? I think that that, that does add another you know, element to it. And, you know. <laughs> Tom Gully. <laughs> yo, he, yeah, no, but that is true. He said, you know, would you, you know, could you imagine Dick Buck is having a chatty conversation pregame with the opponents? No. You know what I mean? Like. Like, I get it. Like, you know, people want to be more friendly, fan-friendly. But listen, like, you going out there, and you going out there to compete. So I had no problems with what he was saying. I was smiling the whole time reading. Yeah. I said, yep, don't agree. And then, of course, people were like, well, you shouldn't be like that. Why not? Why not? Like, Why, come on. I'm listening to Bill Maher, and um, I'm a Bill Maher fan. He's funny. Um, I'm listening to uh, the Bill Maher show last night, and he goes, yo, you know what the problem is? He was like, yo, everybody, it's the PC police. Got everybody so soft. Yes, so soft. Andy James on a check in. Like it, it, it comes, it comes a point where it's just like yo, you should be able to a man, and that's including women, but to a man that just you can be real with somebody. Yeah, yo, man, what you think? I think you soft as fuck, man. <laughs> Listen, no disrespect, but I think you soft as fuck. <laughs> no disrespect. <laughs> With all disrespect. <laughs> yeah, no disrespect, but with all disrespect, you soft as fuck, motherfucker. That's and, true. yo, you need to fix that. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah. But everybody's so afraid of hurting people's feelings. 
Yo, it's so funny because, like, you know, my sister, she's three years younger than me, and she grew up with boys, you know, so she understood, like, you got to go out there and get it. Now, my nephew, listen, I think he's going to be a good ball player. I like him. He got size. He can shoot. He got he he does all the right thing. But one day, he come off the court. Everybody's like, oh, my God, Karan, you're great. I love you. My sister's like, you soft. You soft. She said, like, you're not grabbing the boards. You're not boxing out. You know, and she said, I remember one time he had he had told me, shout out to my sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out to Tommy. You go ahead. She said, she said, if she said, your uncle, if your uncle had your size, he would be an all American. She said, like, yeah, you yeah, you always joke how you can beat your uncle. She said, but you know what? You know, your uncle wasn't tall, he wasn't the biggest, fastest, but you know one thing he had? He had heart. And these kids don't have heart. You know what I mean? Everybody just don't want to get there. Listen, you gotta get out there and get it. Yo, you, you know, know who had mean? heart? Who was that? Yo, James Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony yes. Outlaw. Like, yes. yo, if they were like regular, if they were like six feet, just six, 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 just give them six feet, 230, they would be the best linebackers. Yes. And because they was heart. I mean, they would go out and give it everything they had, even though they were on the smaller side, right. but what they were playing, they were dominant. And and, and and that's the thing, yo. And I think that's where Jimmy comes from. Jimmy, I mean, obviously Jimmy is a is a big dude, but right. compared to still, Wiggins and Cat, he's not. And I'm like, yo, fam. It was like it was the whole comparison to AI. It was like, yo, if AI was six four, right? Crazy. Nothing nobody could do. They would. I mean, and there was still almost nothing that nobody could do. But like, if AI was six four, six five, fam, he would be the best player ever because he just <laughs> had it like that. But you, you can see it, and, and, and um. Shout out to Tom because he goes, yo, you remember when Larry Bird called out his teammates for being soft? Right. Yo, you can't, yo, you do that now. Oh, the locker room is fractured. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fragile. That, yo, again, th- for me saying y'all soft and y'all being so soft that it's hurting y'all like that reiterates the point of yo, how soft you remember are. Remember when LeBron said that everybody, oh now he's throwing his team under the bus. I'm like, and then he called himself out too. Yo, we all soft. Yeah. But everybody don't like that though. Nope. Nobody liked that. Everybody wants to be kumbaya. That's nice. Um, you know, but again, I can't wait to see what's going to happen, especially with the Celtics team. I'm going to tell you what. If anybody, if any team that I'm really looking forward to is definitely the Celtics. I definitely want to see what's going to happen when, with a healthy um, um, Hayward, you know, a healthy Kyrie, and really that momentum from last year with those two players. Oh, man. That's a lot of people, I can't especially wait. on TV. Picking the Celtics Ooh. to win the NBA championship. Ooh. Manny James, I don't know if you're still on, but do you hear that though? They're wrong. But there's a lot of people. They're I agree, wrong. But... They're like dead wrong. Like really, really wrong. <laughs> like <laughs> here's the thing. If Golden State, which I I I don't see any reason unless injury happens. Right. If Golden State gets to the NBA championship fully healthy. There's nothing Boston can but do. But even with injury, they're still like Depends what? on who's injured. Who? Depends on who's injured. What, KD, maybe? Yo, even if KD was injured, I would still pick him. That's what I'm saying. But but if if if, or if like, Steph's injured. If Steph injured still. If Steph injured, KD. it's a little tougher. And if Steph's injured, only the only reason because Steph is their primary ball handler. Okay. You know what I mean? So when you take that away, we've seen the difference of what Houston was with Chris Paul and without him. You know what I mean? Right, right. So it, Steph and Steph gives them um, it, he he um, he forces the defense to come out so far. Mm. It, I, I would still pick Golden State to win. Just FYI, I just, it would be right, much right. tougher, and I could see them maybe having struggles in certain areas because listen, as, as great as Clay is, 
Clay is best when you could just give him the ball and he can shoot. You, he can put the ball on the on the floor. He could do that. It's not a strong suit. And if you do anything with Clay, you go well. Force him to, you know what I mean. Not take that shot and have to drive to the basket. You get right. a better percentage of him not being as dynamic of a player as you know we know him to be. So yeah, with Steph, I would go. Mm. And if uh, you know if Boogie can't make it. And maybe like Iggy, because Iggy is this like utility knife of just mm. could check everybody. everybody. Like I, I just don't see like Gordon Hayward having a great game when he got Iggy right up in his face. Mm. Like true, yeah, true. Gordon is good, but he ain't that good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so, yeah. Anyway, they're wrong, but I I can't wait to see it. I'm excited. I think I think we were talking about this NBA season two years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Which is crazy. Oh, like, people need to be happy. Everybody, I'm tired of seeing the, the Cavs play the Warriors. This shit whack. This is corny. Now what? All right. <laughs> now what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. you're going to see Golden State still blow who they need to blow, man? I think Golden State this year. I could be wrong. But I think Golden State this year because I do think there's a high potential that this is the last year. Mm-hmm. I do think Kevin is leaning more towards leaving. And then. Um, Going if, where? The Knicks. Mm, okay. I really do think he want to go to the Knicks. I think he wants to, you know, he says that, you know, he he's over it. But I, I do think that, like, people calling him a snake and you had to win a chip with the help of, you know, Steph and the, and the crew. So, you know, the chips that you got are not really real, which is false because they are real. But right. whatever. You know, I, I do think, and obviously Kevin stays, you know, pretty attached to social media and what's going on. So I do think there's a part of him that wants to go, oh, man, you know what? I'm going to go to a trash-ass team and show you I, don't, I, I can do it by myself. That's why I be doing it 2K, too, though. Yeah, me, too. <laughs> but um, And I, I think there's a big part of them that's going, you know what? I'm going I'm to show everybody I right. can do this dolo. And, uh, you know, we'll see. It's Yo, are we dope. frozen? Nah, nah, we good. We live, baby. I don't know. It must be your joint. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. I mean, it's like a little delay, though, but it's all uh, good. So um, before we wrap up, Chris, um, I just also wanted to touch, you know, SP Games. No, she said, Jakeem Noah, I'm willing to agree to Nick's buyout. Another team wants his. Um, nobody wants that no, trash ass Nobody contract. wants him. Exactly. He says, so Nick's will waive him today. Um, so that's, you know, a little. I don't, don't want to see him in the league. Yeah, listen, no, 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 no disrespect, but all disrespect. I don't want to see Joe Kim in the league. No. That's what I'm saying. Like, nobody care. First of all, not not just because of the injuries. Like, even before that, like, he, I just never understood why he was in the league. Man, seriously, I don't know. I'm good. Yeah, like, Al Horford. Yo, get that money. He got that. He got that bag. Again, the Knicks being the Knicks. The Knicks being the Knicks. Um, Knicks need a whole. Any like an overhaul of just like just get all of that bad debt and bad yes. contracts. Just just get rid of all of it and then start anew. Cause you you've done you've done so many bad things that um you just need a year or two to just get rid of it. Yes. So, you know, like let I would say, especially if they feel how I feel that they got a good chance of getting Kevin Durant. Yo, don't play Prozingas this year. Just let him sit. You know, he's he's rehabbing from the ACL. He wasn't yeah. going to start the season. He wasn't even going to be until midseason anyway. At that point, you're probably going to suck. Just let it rock, just let it rock out, right? So what you do is, you know, you sit Prozingis. You let um your new young boy, uh, Knox, become the star that he could possibly be while you're losing. Get it, Let him get his bearings under him. You get a high draft pick next year. 
You pick, you get a good pick. You pick a good, you know, you pick a good guy, good solid guy. Przingis comes back. Hopefully, Knotts has taken a, a step up, and then you introduce Kevin Durant to it. And listen, the East is always wide open. Oh, like even when there's a good team, you know, it's always debatable about who's the second or third best team. Like I go, all right, man, you know, well, Philly is the second second right. best team, but I watched them play Miami last year. If 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 uh. Big man from Miami wasn't such a bitch. <laughs> like, Miami could have won. Like, they were in every game. Like, Philly, is they're good. And, you know, maybe they take a step forward in the right direction this year. But, like, they ain't. They ain't no war they, they, ain't no, they ain't no Boston Celtics good. Mm-hmm. They couldn't even. They were fully staffed up. They were staffed up. Went against the Celtics. No Gordon, no Kyrie, and was letting Scary Terry. Scary Terry was trending on Twitter because he was torching them. Torture them. Good. That's and bad. then, you know, you always got Ellis. I don't know what Indiana is because they should have beat the Cavs last They got like, they had the best chance to yeah. beat the Cavs last year. Uh, I mean, other than Golden State. But like in the East, they had the best chance to beat the Cavs last year. So I don't know how good they really are. We got to see how they develop, how they come. If Victor Oladipo really this good. Yeah, they got a lot of questions in the East. Mm. So if Kevin Durant comes, it answers a lot of questions. Wherever team he on is the second best or the best team in the Eastern Conference, period. No matter where he goes. He go to he ain't go to Detroit. I mean, it'd be him and Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond, and then all of a sudden you go, yo, that's an ill-ass team, son. Yeah, yeah. Them just wherever Kevin Durant goes, if it's an East team, they then become the second or best team in the East. So, you know, let's see what happens. Tom Tom said the Knicks are like a dude that puts five thousand dollars stereo in a five hundred dollars. Yo, fam. <laughs> That is the yeah, Knicks. That's why I pinned that, and I think I'm going to screenshot that because that I think is the Knicks. that's the Knicks. That's that really is it. the Knicks. That's, that's, that's really the Knicks. So um, on this show, we're going to do, again, you know, we talk pop culture, stuff like that, but, you know, I know most shows have it, so we're going to, you know, not still, but, you know, we're going to take it I'm still and flip it. Um, everybody still. Your take. What's your take for the weekend, man? Give us some something watch, something that you heard, know. Give us a good take, Chris. From a sports standpoint, no, it could be any sports. It could be any anywhere, anywhere. Tom, I want your take too. Give us, get a, give the people a good take. What they should watch, what you heard, what you read. You know, just some little. You know, I mean, well, I mean if I was going to keep it just strictly sports, I would go. Man, everybody tune in to ESPN tonight to watch Terrence Crawford, who you know is pound for pound one of the best boxers in boxing, and he's going to destroy a dude that he genuinely doesn't like. Like he, he doesn't did. like him like Khabib doesn't like Conor. Yo, he's, Jose yo, Benavidez. Yo, he had took a swing at him, he too. He took a swing. But, yo, I mean, it goes back further further than that. Like It, it was times when, when Benavidez was in this division right now, and Terrence Crawford was still in the 140 division. What time does that come on? That comes on at 1030 on ESPN. Oh, yeah, I must put it in my And um, he, uh, you know, they was Terrence Crawford was trying to get him to fight him to just go out to the back and just swing. Because, you know, Terrence, you know, Terrence Brother Crawford is about that life. But that's if I was going to keep it on a, uh, you know, a sports standpoint. I don't know. My final take would be, uh, you know, recycle. Um, <laughs> and I know that, right, that sounds like I'm being facetious. But um, I, I was uh, watching some stuff on, uh, on the UN this week, and they, uh, they did some uh, studies. And uh, scientists, you know, Worldwide, believe that you know the uh, Earth's atmosphere only got like twenty good years left. Jesus. That twenty years from now, like the Earth that we live in, like right now, will not be the same from you know carbon monoxide and all of the uh, you know 
you know, harmful things that we put into our atmosphere, which, uh, you know, obviously global warming and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, polar caps melting and all of that type of stuff. And I'm just, you know, looking at it, I'm going, 20 years, you know, we're still alive, you know, right. God willing, we're still alive. Our kids are still, you know, our kids are just getting yeah. into their adult years. And, you know, there's a potential that if we don't, you know, take care of our environment and, you know, just try to be a little better. That uh, you know, won't be like it is. So I would say, man, you know, just you know, guys, start, start. Don't get your news off of Facebook. <laughs> don't get your news off of Twitter. It's unreliable. You know what I mean? Go to well-documented places with Rudiger. real journalists. Go to the you know the New York Times and the Rudiger. <laughs> go to things like that, you know, uh, and get some some real hardcore. Solid facts about you know things that are going on in in this country and things mm-hmm. that are going on you know that are going to directly affect you maybe not today but you know soon. Hmm. My take. Uh, let me see. Uh, I, w- I was watching a Purge show. Um, they had like a little four part series. I think it could be a movie. Um, it's on uh, USA. USA. <laughs> it wasn't as bad. I think it should be a movie. But I definitely want want people to go watch that. Um, <clears throat> I think that they can, you know, there's a few things that can definitely go with that. So, um, <coughs> I'm sorry. So, watch the Purge movie, man. It's pretty good. Pretty good. So, we have hey, some. you have it, folks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that'll be it from WYBC. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, with that being said, man, recycle. Go watch the Purge show. And on behalf of our boy, The Record Report, I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris G. SP, we see you in the building. Peace. Peace.